Welcome to The Abundance Journey, the show that helps spiritual entrepreneurs create an abundance mindset that accelerates revenue. Secretly, everything you experience in your life is actually abundance. Once you understand how to activate abundance, you find yourself in flow with your business and clients, so it's easy to create the revenue you want. The Abundance Journey is the only show that activates abundance for you, so you enjoy rapid results in your business. Here's your host, the Abundance Ambassador, Elaine Starling. Hey, it's Elaine Starling. And you know, we're dealing with tons of energy every single day. The energy is a whole lot more than just plugging your toaster in or heating your house or driving your car. There's internal energy that flows through you and is expressed as your thoughts, your emotions, and your physical experience. So where does that energy come from? And how can we master it? Well, there's a reason why I'm so delighted to have a conversation today with Cornelia Kawan. She is an expert in energy, both sides of it, because she's an executive for the Swiss Electricity Regulator. She's also the founder of Energy On. As a personal energy strategist, Cornelia empowers busy female execpreneurs to use their full energy and thrive in their career and business. Working with energy and frequencies in all of its forms comes very naturally to Cornelia. She loves sharing her insights about quantum physics. She uses this to help her clients understand, measure, increase, and shift their energy. Managing your own energy is the shortcut to reaching your goals. Cordelia, I'm so glad you're here today. I mean, honestly, before we started this interview, we were just going and going, and I'm like, uh-oh, we better hurry up and start recording. <laughs> that way too much fun, and it's not going to be recorded. <laughs> Thank you so much for this amazing, powerful, and energetic introduction. I've never been introduced like so powerful like this. Thank you so much for having me over and uh, well, I, I love connecting and collaborating with awesome people like you because we really do create even more energy when we get together. We create a transformation that none of us could do on our own. And when we come together and others get to watch and listen and they're participating virtually, we're feeling that energy too. It's pretty amazing. Now, one of the things that I always teach my clients to do is something called an intention. An intention is how you want to feel and what kind of an experience you want to create. And so it's really valuable to do that before we get started. It's really interesting. Um, psychiatrists have discovered something that they call priming. If you read a series of words that are supportive and empowering, you'll do better on a test. If you read disempowering words, you do worse on the test. It's, I also describe it as kind of like if you've ever looked for shooting stars at night, you do have to look at one area of the star field, but then you open up your peripheral vision so that any little stray bit of light catches your attention and you actually see the shooting star. If you're too focused, you miss it. And that's no fun. So what we're doing with the intention is we're actually activating our subconscious minds and we will create exactly what we want by having this intention up front and creating it together, holding the energy together. I've got a specific structure that I use for my intentions. I learned from Lynn McTaggart. She's brilliant. And I receive divine downloads all the time. And I got the download to add bookends front and back. 
So my front bookend is in love and light. That's acknowledging that the God of your understanding is actively supporting this intention with you. It's kind of like you're typing in the address and GPS and the intention is the address and you're typing it in, but then you're done. So at the end of the intention, I always say thank you. And it is done as a reminder to us, we did it. We typed the information in. We've put in the order to the universe. We're good to go. And then we hold it for 78 seconds and it will feel like the longest silence of your entire life. Because all the research shows human beings have a shorter attention span than a goldfish. We have so many things going on up there, upstairs. We're very distracted. We're very, we're all over the place. And so the divine's like, yeah, she's not serious. She doesn't really want that. So when we can hold it for 78 seconds, and sometimes one thing that helps me is I'll pick up on a couple of words that were in the intention. I'll just really focus on that for the entire 78 seconds. That can be incredibly powerful. So I ran this past you and you said we were good to go. So without further ado, let's go ahead. I'll read the intention and then I'll set the timer and we'll get this baby going. And I'm sorry, one last thing. Notice the energy. This conversation is all about energy and Cordelia is going to have a lot of information to share with us. So notice the energy, notice how it moves through your body. Notice any tingles that show up for you, any hot or cold, any sensations in your body and notice what random thoughts pop into your head too. And notice how you feel what sensation, your emotional sensations that show up for you. Okay. I promise I'm starting. <laughs> Love. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, the, the energy is already pretty high. It will be exploding afterwards. <laughs> yes, it will. Yes, it will. We're, we're, we're making that declaration now. All right. Okay. In love and light, we hold the intention that we release all trapped energy disguised as fears, frustrations, anxiety, and worries to the divine, welcoming in the powerful healing and guiding energy of divine love. Thank you, divine. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is done. Thank you. We give thanks, and so it is. Wow. <laughs> what did you notice about that whole experience? 
I could feel that the um, that the energy field expanded around the world. We are connected. Uh, we're connecting everybody because it's such an important, yeah, message we're gonna share. Ah, oh, that is so beautiful. I really felt it too. I felt almost like a stone had been dropped in a pool, and it it was from my heart, and I felt these ripples going out from my heart and covering the planet. It was really profound and really deep. I, I don't know what anybody else felt, but it would be so interesting to see what that's all about. I am so delighted to talk to you because you really get it. I mean, you've got the entire picture. You get the inside and the outside of energy. What got you started with this? Why are you so passionate about helping people master their internal energy? Well, thank you so much uh, for having me over. And I really congratulate uh, your wonderful audience uh, to following you. And I can feel your really amazing energy. And I'm so grateful for being here. And yes, my energy story actually started um, years ago when I studied electrical engineering. And that was kind of a deep dive in energy and frequencies, but also in a man's world, right? And um, so for a very, very long time, my energy world was the one of electric energy. And, you know, this being in this energy and um, this man's world made me in a way, I always try needed to be a little bit better than my colleagues at, uh, at, 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 at university. And I also always had to, you know, prove myself. So I, I kind of had this slight tendency in perfectionism. <laughs> and uh, to really took I, you know, and then I had this, I'm gonna show the world that I, I can have it all, you know, I can have a, an executive, executive managing position, my family, my little girls, perfect family, perfect life, everything's perfect. And then <laughs> I got my wake up call, right? <laughs> that life isn't supposed to be perfect. And um, during a um, routine health check, then they, um, uh, they found a really kind of uh, severe health problem. And I was kind of devastated. My whole world broke down. And additional um, medicine, I just felt I can't go down this route. And as an engineer, I know there are always more than one solutions to, one, to a problem. So I started looking for other solutions. And uh, after some research books, and uh, I ended up here in the quantum field. And this is, was a completely new world for me. You know, it's the world of energy and frequencies. And it was so natural to me. And then I, I realized, yeah, in a nutshell, we are all energy, you know, we are kind of a walking battery. We are uh, each of our cells, they're, you know, they're producing energy, the mitochondria, then we have all these nerves that are running through our body, these impulses, their little currents. So we, are, we have this energy field around us. And then everything what we are doing, and uh, well, you said it at the beginning, what we are feeling, right? And our beliefs, everything is just energy. And that turned my life and my world upside down. And then I, I started noticing there are so many similarities between electric energy and, and personal energy. And yeah, that's where when my whole journey started in this um, world of energy. And, uh, and then I realized it's so much, you know, 
many people are doing like this mindset work and I completely understand because we want to grow and, uh, and develop, but it takes so long, right? And, you know, you, you always need to override a certain belief or you need to become somebody else, right? And it's, it takes time and it's hard sometimes. And I figured out with energy work, it's so much easier because the only thing uh, what you need to do is to find the cause why things are in your life. And when you really find the root of it and heal it or eliminate it, then all the symptoms go away. And uh, so I figured out it's so much easier to to release a, a limiting belief within 10 minutes or five minutes than like do it for 30 days. Yeah, so true. And you know, it's very interesting. Um, I know we haven't known each other very long, but I was super blessed on New Year's Day 2005 to have a stroke. And I say blessed because during my stroke, I got to have a conversation with our higher power. I got a complete download on how everything works and why we're alive, what we can do to live our best lives and what happens next after this life. And one of the key messages that I was given is we are deliberately given contrast so the way it was explained to me, everything is love. Absolutely everything is love. Now, from the divine perspective, that doesn't matter if you're talking about bunnies and butterflies or tornadoes and natural disasters. It's all love. The only way to expand love, to expand the divine, is to have creatures like us who experience contrast, what is wanted and what is not wanted. So sometimes we see that that doesn't look like love to me. <laughs> very good. I don't want that. Thank you very much. And it's there to inspire, encourage, and push us into being more love in the moment for ourselves and for others. It isn't easy to do. It's not necessarily supposed to be easy to do. It's something that we get to master over time and we get to learn about our own energy and where we are at what level of consciousness we are and what level of the quantum field we are ready to engage with. I love what you're doing because it's so important. It's so valuable. It's so needed right now on this planet. It, one other thing that I want to share with you, because it, it just ties in beautifully to everything that you're talking about. So I was doing the dishes one evening and I was musing on why is it that sometimes it takes people a long time to accomplish what they want to get done? And I felt, heard, knew this really loud, forceful voice in my body. And it said, when you deny your power, your power is denied to you. When you acknowledge your power, your power is shown to you. You are more powerful than you can imagine. And I suddenly realized there were places in my life where I'd been denying my power. I'd been playing small. I'd been pretending that what I do doesn't matter. And that's not true. Not true at all. No, it's not. But I, I think we all have are we are we are, we are all in these in these moments, right? Because there is a lot of fear that uh you know one side also visibility and i think maybe also the fear of 
can I manage this power and really, you know, use it to do good and uh, and bring it in a positive way to the world? Because probably we um, we all kind of know that we also have uh, other sides in in our in within us. So we always have like this right and also this dark side as you're saying yeah you you need to have both uh, and you have this yin yang and it makes you complete yeah but you need to learn to handle both yeah it's part of you yeah yeah you actually bring up my next question obviously this is the abundance journey and no two people describe abundance exactly the same way i am so interested to hear given the kind of work that you do and how you help people manage their personal energy how do you define abundance i love this question and you know for me as an energy person abundance is unlimited energy because with unlimited energy, really kind of everything is possible. And, um, and what I've noticed when I'm working with, um, with my clients is that, you know, when you're not having a lot of energy, this has results in a couple of, uh, of situations. And the first thing is you're kind of in survival mode. And when you're, and when you're in survival mode, then all everything you're perceiving is kind of limited right and you only see the most important things around you whereas when you have more energy your kind of view broadens and you all of a sudden see that there are so many opportunities and possibilities right and you even have the energy to execute them and this is what i've noticed is what people um explain saying life is more at ease it's simpler you're in flow because things are just there and you just need to choose right and that's what we are all aiming for and i've uh, realized that having more energy enables you to get into this easier life or at least what we perceive as as, as easier life and i think also from what i also see that many people still observe that their time is their most valuable asset but for me it's not because what can you do with all your time when you feel miserable you know it's much more valuable to really feel yeah full of energy you know enjoy your well-being and then you have all the time you need for the things that are important for you I love that. I love what you're talking about. You're absolutely right. And we do have a lot of control over our own energy. Now, I know you work with a lot of different people. And so you probably see certain symptoms that they typically show up with before they start working with you. What is that telltale sign that someone is ready to work with you? Actually, I have to admit, most of the time it's physical issues or... Um... So there, it's kind of really a health issue, um, a mental issue, like like a burnout or something. And many people that uh, come, and of course, it's the way we are brought up. You know, when you when you have um, a health issue, you go to see the doctors and whatever. And I think it's it's completely okay. Yeah, but sometimes then they get stuck, and that's when they can. can 
kind of find me. And then we look behind the scenes and then we figure out what's the actual cause because we are not looking at the symptoms. Uh, we are really looking behind. And then, you know, that might be a limiting belief or an emotion stuck somewhere. And then you can, if you remove that, all of a sudden things change, you know? The energy flows, you remove the energy blockades and yeah, and the and the, the body can recover. Because what I've learned from my own body is your body is the real expert when it comes to health, you know. You yeah. don't need to tell your body ah when you cut yourself, ah yeah, now you need to <laughs> disinfect or you know, kill the bacteria and then you heal the inner skin and then the outer skin. It knows it's it's the expert, right? So for me, it's, if it doesn't heal itself, there is a problem. And for me, it's most of the time it's an energetic problem. So there is a blockade or something why it can't heal. And if you remove that, then you know it does what it would love doing healing, right? Yeah, yeah. I love what you're talking about. It's really interesting. I read a book recently and I'm I'm blanking on the name of it. I'll try to remember the name of the book, but it was talking about how everybody's a healer. And the problem is our minds are so busy talking all the time that we forget that we can do that healing and we don't send ourselves healing energy. And so he has a whole methodology of you have to come up with 20 things that you would really like to have in your life. They can't be philanthropic. It has to be all for you because if it's all for you, you'll actually pay attention with it and you go through it in your mind like flashcards to distract the mind. In the meantime, you're holding your hand over the space that needs the healing energy. And they've seen just miraculous transformations. I also know a woman who had a freak accident that popped the end of her thumb off. And the doctor said they couldn't reattach it. It was all the way down to the bone. And she would do Ho'oponopono, the prayer, I love wow. you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. And she would do that over and over and over again. And her thumb grew back. The doctors couldn't believe it. She showed me. And yeah, it's a, got a little bit of a lump right around the and, and a little bitty uh, wow. thumbnail, but it's there. And she was like, hey, if lizards can do it, I can do it. Wow, I love so it. A lot of it is in our beliefs and our expectations. And we often give away our power, right? When we take on the information from a doctor, a healthcare professional, they mean well. They're doing the best they can with the tools that they have. But often our non-conscious, our unconscious minds will take on what they say as if it's an instruction. And so we're supposed to suddenly have these symptoms and we're supposed to suddenly feel bad instead of healing. So exactly. Yeah, I love what you're doing with power and helping people realize they have so many options and opportunities to own their power and and heal themselves. Exactly. And you you have your own expert with you all the time, right? You just need to check in with it. <laughs> Yeah, that's the big issue. I know. And it's so funny because everybody I talk to, we would love to have this magic wand where you can just go Ding! and everything's solved, everything's fixed. But yeah, it doesn't quite work that way. It, it always seems that there's an internal thing that we need to heal before that external situation gets resolved. So you've worked with lots of people and you really get the whole energy, energy, internal energy and external energy. What do we need to change in our internal energy to open that flow so the external energy is really supportive? 
Yeah, I see the same. Yeah, you know, you need to get your own internal energy to flow optimal, and then yeah, then everything expands, right? And then you have a bigger energy body, and and you know, even you know when when you get up and you have a great day, right, or a great start to the day, you know, you get out and everybody greets you on your way to the bus station and. You're having this energy. It's your perfume you're having around you, and people can feel that and they react uh, to it, of course. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, you also made me think of something. Um, there's a wonderful book called The Survivors Club. And in there, they're talking um, about a guy who teaches people who are special forces folks. They really are dealing with life and death situations. And it occurred to me if you're alive, you're dealing with a life and death situation. So um, he has something called the 10-80-10 rule. And he says, when the stuff hits the fan, 10% of people are natural leaders, 80% of people are followers, and 10% of people panic. They are so overwhelmed emotionally, they cannot function. You can put them in the lifeboat and they will still fall out and drown. No matter what you do, you can't save them. So I got this aha from reading that. I was like, oh, I never have to panic again, ever. When I'm feeling that energy blockage in my body and I'm feeling that fear, that frustration, that anxiety, all I have to do is be willing to be a follower. That's it. I just have to be willing to follow somebody and I can get that energy moving again. I can watch a fun video on YouTube. I can distract myself a little bit to feel better in one area of my life. And then I can start to feel better in another area of my life. That's that's so true. And what I've noticed with doing uh, energy work for such a long time is that you indeed get more resilient because, yeah, you know you can handle it, right? And I think the most important part, as you said, let go fear. Yeah, because fear is really blocking your brain and everything. And then you just can't see the, the solutions to get out of the situation. So uh, what I also tell, always tell also my daughter is, you know, if you panic, you know, it's normal. Yeah, sometimes you're allowed to panic. But then you need to say, okay, there is fear, there's panic. And then you let it flow out of your body. You let it go and say, I can handle it. And then all of a sudden you see the way out of it. And then then you solve it. And that's I think that's the, that's the power behind the magic behind it. That is so beautiful. One of the messages that I received is you're actually in partnership with the divine. You're not supposed to know everything from the very no. beginning. And as human beings, we often beat ourselves up because we don't have everything organized and everything outlined. I mean, it's that perfectionist issue that I know both of us suffer from. But it's one of those deals where if you state your intention and you're really clear about the kind of experience you want to have and how you want to feel through that experience, then you hold that space and you notice all the things that show up that reinforce that intention. And you'll notice through our conversation, we've been reinforcing letting go of fear. We don't have to hold on to any of that stuff. Welcoming in that divine love, which is not only nourishing and better for your health, it also provides you with guidance. It's like you're exactly. more aware of the opportunities that are there for you when you're absolutely right. When you're trapped in fear, you've got these blinders on. And you can't see anything. Yeah, man. Yeah. 
twins separated at birth. We are, we are so alike and we agree so much on what you're doing. So I'm delighted to have this conversation with you. It's amazing. Now, as you mentioned, it's not an overnight thing. No, we, it's not. We have to build that resilience, build that confidence in ourselves that we can make it through whatever shows up. So what's a sign, uh, like a baby step that we should notice that shows we're making progress? I think then the, for me personally is, you know, an example, right? We all have these kind of trigger points, you know, and uh, we kind of, um, when we were kids, you know, we learned uh, if somebody's saying there's something like this or doing something like this, then this automatic program then starts and then I'm reacting like this. So, and um, and for me, the most beautiful thing is about it when I notice, oh, this is a trigger point and having a trigger point is like giving the remote control to somebody else and say, please press these buttons and then I'm <laughs> reacting like this, right? And, uh, but it's not real fun, right? <laughs> if somebody else is pressing the remote control. So then I always, if I notice in that moment, then I, I really sometimes I go to the restroom or whatever and say, I need to find the root behind this trigger point. And then I work on it and yeah, solve or eliminate this route. And then I'm observing like, when I'm next time I'm in this situation, how do I react? And then if I don't react as the other person expects, then this is kind of my success that I know, okay, I have tons of other trigger points, but this one <laughs> is gone. And this is kind of these baby steps that you really kind of then pat yourself on the shoulder. There is one frequency more, less you're carrying around that doesn't belong to you. And so it's all about not becoming somebody else. It's all about letting go all these, you know, frequencies or energies that have been put on you during your life and find a way back to your original energy. And I always have this picture that we are all born with this very unique, special frequency. And this is your soul frequency and you're born with it, right? And then, and this is clear and unique and plain. And then you have like these modulations on it. And the goal is kind of get rid of these modulations and coming back to your unique frequency. I love that. And I love the analogy of the remote control because who hasn't had their husband or the kids grab the remote control and they hold on to it and they're just messing around and can't see anything. And it's so frustrating. It's so irritating. Yes, I totally get that. And I love your concept about just notice, just notice. That's the first step. That is success. Noticing what's going on is the very first step in yeah. changing what's going on so love that and most, really of, and most of the time you're you know the thing is that you kind of notice notice is not normal how i'm reacting like because one of my clients we went out i don't know we had like um, a drink and she was all of me spoke about the school of our kids and all of a sudden she was really kind of railing about how bad the school system is and whatever and I, I totally didn't get it, right? Why, you know, yes, of course, it's not perfect, but you know, they, at least they can go to school and they learn something, right? So 
And then we spoke about it and all of a sudden she realized, ah, you think this is not normal thinking about this like this. And I said, for me, it's not. And, you know, it's causing you a lot of, you know, stress and you're really angry about it. So do you really want to hang on on it? And so we looked into it and there was really a kind of amazing story behind it. When she was seven years old, she was in a situation that made her, you know, being triggered by certain events. And then afterwards, she was really kind of relieved of it. And uh, now it's not an issue for her anymore. Oh, wow. That's huge. That is huge. Because yeah, you've got these energy blocks in your body. And sometimes they'll manifest as physical pain or illness, because they weren't addressed, and they weren't released. So exactly. I love the work that you're doing. It's so powerful. And you very generously offered a free gift to the audience. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I, uh, the, the free gift is because you know, they're, we're in very, very busy times at the moment. And also some, there's a lot of uncertainty, what we also spoke about it. Yeah? And, and so it's very important to keep your, to be centered, to stay calm. And most of the time, but we are so busy and so stressed, we don't even realize that we are stressed. So I have um, a, a little ebook with some very powerful exercises it's called energetic stress management the new way of handling stress and then with these energy exercises you kind of connect with your body and uh, talk with your body to release the stress the stress i love that i love that because you're absolutely right often we'll let things get trapped in our body instead of let it move and flow and it's all about getting the energy moving it's so, exactly. it's so interesting because I've, I've had clients where, you know, their left foot will be really bothering them and we do some work and now it's like their right hip. And it's, well, yeah, okay, so maybe you still have a little bit of discomfort, but notice that it's moving. It's on its way out. And that's where your focus really needs to be is getting that energy moving because when it's in flow, that's when you're on fire and you're in that state of grace that you were talking about earlier where life is easy and fun and it really doesn't matter what shows up because you can handle it. Yeah. So true. So true. Get it, get it going and get it moving. <laughs> Get it in the, in the flow, right? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to read your book. That's going to be great. Well, we always turn the table on our guests here because we know that when we give is when we truly receive. So what can we do to support you? Well, thank you so much, Elaine. Yeah, there is something really very close to my heart. And I would be so grateful if you and your audience could, you, uh, could support me on this. Because for me, it's... I do have my clients, uh, but for me, my mission is really to empower them to do all this energy work on their own because we are all energy beings. It's natural to us. We just kind of forgot about it or, you know, never learned it. And um, so I decided to write a book where I share all my expertise, all my powerful energy exercises, how Everybody can, you know, expand their energy, protect uh, their energy, set energetic boundaries, increase your energy whenever you have clean it. So I'm sharing all these my expertise in this um, in this book, and the book will be published end of October. 
on 31st of October, and I know it's Halloween, and uh, there is a reason for that because uh, chapter 13, yeah, it's, um, it's called Don't Give the Energy Vampires a Chance. And that's why I said <laughs> we all have these energy vampires around us, right? And so don't give them a chance and keep your energy with you. And this chapter is explaining that. And I thought it would be a nice uh, analogy to, to Halloween. And yeah, if your audience could, um, I don't know, you know, like the first um, first week or something, there will be a very, very um, cheap price, would be also an offer for your audience. You can buy the book on uh, Amazon and maybe you also leave me a, a review. And uh, I would be very grateful for that, that the book reaches those person that uh, should read it. Excellent. Well, we'll definitely support you with that. Thank you so much for joining us today. This has really been a fabulous conversation. And now I have to pick something that only one thing out of all the brilliant things you said to activate abundance around. So that's going to be a little tricky, but, but wow, what a fabulous conversation. I cannot thank you enough for joining me today. Thank you, Lynn, and thank you, the audience, for, you know, sharing all this amazing energy with us today. All right, stick around. We'll be right back to Activate Abundance. So are you ready to activate abundance in every single area of your life? You can get in flow with your business and your clients. It's as easy as you can imagine to create the kind of revenue you really want in your business. You can join me for the Abundance Journey six-week training and coaching program that help you turn your problems into prosperity. Just visit theabundancejourney.com to sign up for our next adventure. Wow, Cornelia Kawan, she's amazing. You can really feel her energy, her enthusiasm, her passion for what she's doing. I am number one, super grateful that I got a chance to connect with her and see her perspective on energy and our personal energy, how we're using it or abusing it. Because if we aren't opening ourselves up to let that energy flow and truly own our power, we're kind of abusing ourselves because we're the ones denying ourselves that life of grace and ease and joy and flow. So hmm, that was a very interesting perspective that she gave us. Second thing is to acknowledge something you heard that was an aha for you. I absolutely loved her analogy when she said the key to making progress is to notice. Notice when somebody's pushing your buttons. Notice that immediate clenching that you feel or that resistance that you feel just notice it and she used the analogy of somebody just stole the remote control and they're pushing your buttons and it feels like there's nothing you can do about it yeah there are but if you don't notice it and stop for a second to go hey my button just got pushed only in that pause can you do something about it so that noticing, that's incredibly powerful. I really want to acknowledge that was a massive aha for me. Step three is to appreciate the difference it can make in your life. So I have the opportunity to shift things when I notice that I'm triggered. And it's really interesting. I, I actually hear a little bit of a ding when, when I'm triggered because I get the divine to remind me, wait a minute, you have a choice here. 
You can come from your human self and stay in judgment, or you can come from your higher self and observe what's happening without judgment and send it love and blessings. That's your choice. And the power exists always in the love, always, not in the judgment, always in the love, love for yourself and love for others. So step three, appreciate the difference it can make in your life. Absolutely. I see a massive difference by being willing to step into that space right after the resistance and make that choice and always choose love. Step four, activate abundance. We've got three different ways we can activate abundance. You can grab your calendar and schedule time to get something done. You can create a trigger like crossing your fingers or tugging on your earlobe to remind you of what you're going to do whenever this kind of situation arises. Or you can declare what you're going to do. And I want to declare with you, I am going to honor the pause I'm going to really pay attention to that resistance, to that constriction, because that's a sign for me to take a time out, for me to pause for a second and really ask myself, am I coming from love? Because I got a download recently that everything is love. And so especially those things that really feel like they're not, and they really chap you and tick you off, those, I have to remind myself, this is love. This is a trigger reminding me to show up as love. That's all it is. It's just a reminder from the divine to show up as love. And every time I do, it is resolved with grace and ease and joy and flow. It's my choice how I get to experience my life every time. Step five, celebrate your progress. Rome was not built in a day. It's not going to be overnight shift. And it's one thing at a time. It's like, as she was saying, you are this beautiful whole soul, body, mind, emotional experience. And you've been layered with gunk over the years. And so it's going to take a little hosing off to get through those layers, dissolve the old crusty bits and get back to the beauty of who you truly are. But every single step you take, every single pause gets you a little bit closer. You are so beautiful and we need you so much to share your energy. You are making a massive difference in the world. Thank you so much for being you and for joining us on this journey. I'll see you next time for The Abundance Journey. You've been listening to The Abundance Journey Show with Elaine Starling. Visit theabundancejourney.com slash podcast gifts to access today's gift as well as gifts from our other guests. Tune in every week to activate abundance in your life and business. If something resonated with you, please share it with your friends so they can benefit too. Keep activating abundance and we'll see you in the next episode.